Okay, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perik Nundalit, Pasuk Aleph, Rani Akara Lo Yolada. And in case you missed that as the mafter this past Shabbos in Parshas Noach, we will review it. And at the same time, I should point out, it is also the uh, Haftarah for Parshas Kiseitse. So we begin. And the metaphor here is, is beautiful but simple. It's the Kaddish Baruch who depicts the B'nai Yisrael as the daughters of Israel as a barren woman. A barren woman not only who is incapable of conceiving, but has been abandoned by her husband because the feeling that the husband has that she has been unfaithful to him. And that's all going to change now. But you get where we are with the metaphor that it's B'nai Yisrael that has abandoned Hashem to infidelity. Hashem now has left them. She is incapable. She has had no children up to this point. And now everything is going to change. So we pick up Rani Akara, rejoice. You barren one, lo yolada, who has not given birth, pitzurina, break out in joy and um, happiness, vitsali, with song, lo chalot, you will not, uh, you who have not labored for the children of the desolate, rabim b'nei shmama b'nei ba'ula amar Hashem. Because now the children of the desolate one, meaning those in Golis, will be more than the husbanded one, the ba'ula. Meaning there will be now in the Geula, the end of days messianic Geula, where there is a kibbutz Golios, a gathering of all the exiles into Eretz Yisrael, there will be more people coming there than you have inhabiting it. That is one shot. There's an alternative shot that says that don't think for a second that the years in Golis that we sat around waiting for Mashiach. On the contrary, what it says, that there was more Torah, there was more Amorayim, there was the compilation of the Babylonian Talmud, which we use to this day. There were the yeshivas, there was Rav and Shmuel, there were Gedolim, that outnumbered and were greater in prestige and intensity of learning than those who were in the inhabited land. So as they say, that's an alternative. And now there will be so many people returning from the exile. So therefore what you have to do is make space. Expand your tents. The Yerios Mishkinosech. Your um, uh, tent walls, Yatu al Broaden the space, widen the curtains, lengthen the cords of the tent, and and strengthen the stakes. Because the tent must be enlarged to accommodate what is going to be a tremendously expanded population. So numerous will be the incoming 
exiles. Kiyomin usmol tifrotzi. They will spread out. They will burst out left and right. Zarecha goyim yirosh. Your children will inherit nations, and they will settle. Va'orim nishamos yoshivu. They will settle and restore desolate cities. What? The Navi is saying, say the Mepharshim, absolutely means a return to what we call greater Eretz Yisrael, the expanded borders. Um, and we get this in Devarim, in Moshe's uh, has been promised by the Kaddish Baruch Hu, in Devarim Yud Aleph Pasuk Chaf Dalid, any place your leg traverses, that's where you will occupy. To the desert, to the Lebanon, to the upper levels of the north, the Euphrates River, bordering Bovel, that would be to the Mediterranean Sea, that's your borders. No man will stand before you in prevent. In other words, the necessity for the borders will be so great that you will now get that promised extended land of Eretz Yisrael. Incidentally, the Navi Zechariah says, uh, and I quote, Atido Yerushalayim Lios Magas Adamesek that in the future Yerushalayim's borders will extend to Damascus into the um, capital of Syria. And that's what the, the, we have Mephorshim that support that outlook. So there's going to be tremendous expansion. And the Navi now says that, look, we know we've had these false starts before. We've had the thought of Gullus ending and a return, and it's ended in sadness and humiliation and heartbreak. No, this time it is not another temporary dream. It is permanent. Altiri, don't fear. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed. You're not going to be embarrassed. Tell me you won't be humiliated. Do not fear. You will have forgotten the humiliation and shame of your previous exiles. And the busha, the humiliation of your widowhood. Uh, you will never experience that again. In other words, this is a guarantee that in the final Gullus, you are not going to be abandoned again. Now, speaking to this poor woman, your husband is your creator, literally Hashem, and your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, be called Elohei Kol Haaretz, the God of the whole universe um, will so will be God's rulership continues God's love of Israel expressed again through that metaphor of a husband who seeks the return of his young loving wife in other words we will go back to the beginning in other words who can forget the wife of his youth. And then the Gemara makes that same statement. Uh, um, 
And then a beautiful, beautiful Pesach, it's sheer poetry, Pesach Zion. Berega katan azavticha uberachamim gedolim akabseich. For a second, for an instant, I left you. I took my eyes away from you. And now, Barachamim, with great compassion, I will gather you again to me. Um, because as we say, uh, the Gemara says, Who can forget one's wife of his early age, of his youth? Um, continues the Navi, because Yes, with a little bit of anger, I hid my face from you. And Hester upon him. For a second. But with everlasting compassion, I will have mercy on you. This is probably the reason we read it on Noah, is because like the waters of Noah, that after that I have sworn, after again the repetition of the phrase, may Noah hold, I have sworn, I have taken an oath never to be angry at you, never to shout at you, literally, um, uh, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's interesting, and the Mepharshim have much comment on it, May Noah. Why would you call it May Noah? It's marble. It's Bnei Israel sinned. Why is it called the waters of Noah? And it is not only implied, it is stated criticism, say the Mephorshim of Noah, specifically that he really failed to be Makarev, to bring near his fellow Jew. Because we know that he built that ark for 40 years, day and night, in the center of town. And how many Bali Shuva did he get in 40 years? Not one. You would think they would ask, what are you doing, Noah? I'm building an ark. Why are you building an ark? And you go into the explanation of that sin is here. You have got to get a Kaddish Baruch who's going to destroy the earth. Not one person was persuaded by Noah. And the Mephoshim sadly conclude the reason for that is he didn't have the passion for it. He just didn't maybe believe it himself. And so that this is a not too subtle criticism of Noah himself. Pasuk Yod. Yes, even in this peaceful era where I promise you no further humiliation, the mountains may move. In other words, they may be tiny blips and the hills may be shaken. My loving kindness, my Rahmanas, will never be moved. All my covenant of peace, the brisk between you and I, Brishlomi, Losomot, will not be shaken. He says, I who am your compassionate uh, lover, says Hashem. Now, this ends Rani Akara, and we go right into a second of the Shiva uh, Dinechemta called Aniya Saora. We read that on um, Parshas Re'eh. Again, we read these seven prakim of Nechama between Tisha B'av and Rosh Hashanah. And so, Ani Asara, you poor, storm-tossed, uncomforted, lo nuchama, you've been tossed and turned in the winds of time and punishment and suffering. 
I will pave your floors. I will pave your floors with precious stones of your foundations. Sipirim literally means sapphires. So it continues with Samti Kitachar, Kitachar is also a rare stone, Shimshosayach is in your windows, Usharayach in your gates, Laavne Ekdach, Ekdach is another type of precious stone, Behold Gvulech Laavne Chefetz, all your boundaries will be paved with precious stones. We don't know if that is literal, but when the Forshim say it could possibly be a literal interpretation, most likely it is symbolic. Some say that those certain stones represent the stones of certain tribes, whether the sapphire may have been Binyamin, this one was Yehuda, and that would symbolize the kibbutz Goliath. And now all of your sons will be disciples of Hashem. Literally, Talmud Chacham. They will be peace. Chacham and Anne, the Navi, I'm sorry, not Baba Basra, teaches us Chacham Adif Navi. That a, a uh, wise man is more powerful than a Navi. That's how high up on the priority scale, we value Torah. Uh, the Rab Shalom, and there will be Shalom, and that's what we say every morning, um, that after the Tave, that your sons will don't call your sons your builders, and not coincidentally, that um, Agadita, and that phrase ends four different Masechtas, um, it's it's Nazir, Bacharos, uh, Yoma, and Kisuvos, and if you put them together, they spell out Bonayich, so that it's no accident that the, the value, the uh, priority of Talmud Chacham is, is highest in the Jewish uh, scale of values. But um, and Stucker here means Stucker. You will be firmly established to Konani in Stucker, man to his fellow man. They will not allow them to be hunger or in want. Rochakime Oshek. Move away from Oshek is um, hold, withholding. Not only does it mean withholding debts or obligations, but withholding Stucker. And then from that kilosi you will not have fear of outsiders. Um, you will not have to fear them. They will not threaten you. Hengar your gur fs me If you are threatened with strife, it is only for me. Remember, there will be occasion, but if you are threatened with strife, it's I who make it. Don't make the mistake of thinking man is warring on you. It is the Kaddish Baruch Hu that manipulates this. It will also, Kilosi Kravelera, Hengar Yogur Efes Miosi. There is nothing that doesn't originate from me. Mi Gori Tach Alayich Yipo. If there is a destroyer who will inflict the damage, it is I who do it. It falls on me that I did this, no one else. I created the blacksmith who forges the weapons. Um, 
and the bepacham mostly kli who makes the, the spears and the swords l'maseu v'anochi barasi mashish lechabel, and that I invented the uh, individual who is set to wound you. Kokli yutzar alayech lo yitzlach. Any weapon made against you will not triumph. And any threat to you uh, that you are not worthy or any implication that you are not worthy of my justice and my favor, this is my legacy. It's your legacy. And your justice comes from me. Tomorrow we continue with these beautiful expressions of Nechama, 8.45 a.m.